Frankie, come. Come on. Frankie, come. Good boy. Good boy. Sit. Good boy. Down. Down. Good boy. And stay. Stay. Good boy. How about you? Can you sit down and stay for the next half hour? This is Spotlight on Assistance Dogs. Hello there and welcome once again to the September 2020 edition of Spotlight on Assistance Dogs. I'm Devin from Canada. Let's begin this half hour with a recording by Del Reeves called Scratch Your Dog. Now let me give you girls some good hearted advice Nearly every man's got a wandering eye You'd better treat him gentle and be real good Cause there's a lot more welcome mats in the neighborhood And a man just like an old hound dog Keep him happy or he's gonna roam Scratch a dog where he can't scratch himself And he'll never run away from home I'm sure you've heard that old proverb they suck If then on the menu there's another cafe If you think nobody else could satisfy his appetite You don't know what's cooking in this town every night Cause a man just like an old hound dog Keep him happy or he's gonna roam Scratch a dog where he can't scratch himself And he'll never run away from home now a man and a dog are really two of a kind They got their eyes and noses working all the time So exercise them good, keep the hunger off their face When a bunny hops by, they'll be too tired to chase Cause a man's alive, I know how a dog Keep him happy, or he's gonna run Scratch a dog, he can't scratch himself And he'll never run away from home July of this year, Guide Dog Users Incorporated, GDUI, held its convention virtually. The last speaker was Katie Mertens, who is a nationally certified pet massage therapist. The first part of her presentation was devoted to talking about her trip to Alaska a while ago so that she could ride along with one of the mushers in the Iditarod. The last part of her presentation, however, was given over to questions from the audience about massaging their guide dogs. Here's Katie. Okay, so now I want to talk a little bit about general massage stuff. So as a massage therapist, 
I utilize just like a human massage therapist, um, a lot of different techniques and ways to work on the body. So for example, with the Iditarod dogs, since I wasn't working on them right before the race. And when I mean right before the race, I mean like an hour before the race, I was working to work on conditioning with them. I was doing a lot of stretching with them. I was feeling for areas that were tight and possibly sore so I could release those areas. Um, I was working to help their endurance and open up their rib cages and things like that. If, if it had been right before the race, I mean, you know, an hour, minutes, whatever, it's a totally different massage. It's um, working to get that blood flowing fast, getting them ramped up, getting those muscles really warmed up so they are ready to go. So, I mean, there's just different techniques. So one of my favorite strokes um, or techniques to use, and I, I really encourage you guys to do this, is it sounds very, very simple, but it's one of the best things you can do for your dog at any time. If you start in the corner of the eye, go up the head um, and go down the entire body about uh, two inches from the spine with a flat hand, just using your fingers, you know, don't bend your fingers, straight hand, not a deep pressure, but also not like a light tickly pressure, just enough pressure um, that you can just kind of feel your dog's body. So you go all the way down the spine, next to the spine, about two inches from the spine, go all the way back, down the back leg and into the toe. And just if you do this a number of times, and you can even use the palm of your hand, what you're doing is you're, you're kind of stretching that giant muscle that runs there. That's just a huge muscle in the body. You're getting the blood to flow there. You're warming the dog up. And it, it's such a big muscle that if that muscle is tight in the hips, it's going to affect the back and then the back's going to affect the neck and the shoulders and so on and so on. So that's a really easy, great thing to do with your dog. Um, if your dog is anxious, um, say at the vet <laughs> during fireworks, during a storm, there's a couple of really great things you can do. The first one is lightly put your finger between your dog's eyes and you just kind of hold it there very lightly, um, just a very, very gentle pressure. And then what I like to do is run my finger back to the center of the head. And if you were to draw a line from the front of each ear, so right in the front of the ears to the center of the head, Right there is another great calming point. So what I'll do is, you know, I'll put my fingers between the eyes and then I'll, you know, after like, you know, 20 seconds, I'll rub my finger back to that center point and I'll either leave my finger there or just kind of lightly scratch on that spot. Now, if your dog 
it is, you know, ha- no, don't do this to me. Don't, don't force it. Because I've worked with dogs that are sometimes, if they are really anxious, they're in that fight or flight mode. And if you try to calm them down, it's just going to make them more anxious because they're trying to, they, they just feel hyper aware. And, and that's a point where you have to go, okay, you know, let's just step back a minute. And make sure when you're doing this, talk to your dog in a very low, slow voice, you know, because I know there's times when my dog's upset. I'd be like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You're fine. You're fine. Well, that's just going to excite the dog more. So keep it low and slow. Um, And another thing, I find this on myself, is that breathe always breathe it and you know when somebody said that to me when I was learning I'm like what are you talking about breathe but there are times you know I find myself holding my breath and so I'll take a deep breath with the dog and a lot of times the dog will look at me like oh yeah deep breath so that's really important um rub your dog's chest the chest is just, you know, or sometimes I just put my hand on the chest because it's just a way to kind of connect the body. And it just, that light pressure helps the dog to calm down a little. Um, the, the final calming point I want to tell you about is if you go to the hind end between the hips, there's a little divot. It's in the low back, right between those hips scratch that scratch that area and that's another point to kind of help your dog calm down um most of them love it because they love having their butt scratched but this is a totally different intention and and that's one thing too like set your intention when you're doing this you know okay i I really want to help you calm down you know and just set your intention so you just scratch that little area between the hips those three points are three of my absolute favorite points. Um, I, I use them in almost every massage, just simply so the dog gets centered and focused and is calm. Um, another point I want to tell you about is um, in the back leg, if you go all the way down to that very thin area in the hock, in the back of the leg, it's that that area, it's like where our Achilles is. Um, It's that area that's very thin skin. And just gently hold like right in the center of that area. Don't pinch it. It's not tight. It's a very, very gentle hold. And if your dog pulls away or moves away, don't push it. Try again later. But what this point is known to do is to help pain in the hind end. Um, I it's really a cool point. I've seen dogs. I have seen dogs that when I'm working on them and I know they have hind end pain and I gently hold this point afterwards, they just relax. So I hold that point for about 20 or 30 seconds. Um, Do it at night when my dog is calm and relaxed and going to sleep. And again, if they pull away, try it again at another time. Um, So, yeah, those are a few of my favorite things. Um, Does anybody have any questions? Is anybody besides me having problems 
the words that she says make sense, but my brain isn't quite sure it's getting the right transfer information to I'm like, you mean right here? Like where? Let's go through it slower. I mean, I'm a talk fast. I'm a fast talker. So the one is between the eyes. That's the first one. If you put your finger, you know, it's right above where the snout comes out, right between the eyes. That's the first point. And you can very gently rub that. Um, you can just gently put your finger on that point. Whatever you think feels good. Yep. So then the next spot on the head is if you put your fingers in front of your dog's ears and you go up their head to the top of the head, to the crown of the head, up on top, where your fingers meet is usually a little divot or a little bump. It could be either. That's another point that if you very gently scratch that point, it's a great calming point. And what I like to do is take my finger from right between the eyes and go up to that center point in the head and just kind of rub down and up. Um, And then the third one, and again, if you don't hit these points exactly, that's not a big deal. I think it's also all about your intention and you're trying to help your dog. But the last point is in the low back, in the very back, right between those hip bones. So if you can find your dogs, you know, kind of where they come up, you can feel your dog's hip bones or it's the hind legs. You can feel the top of the hind legs kind of right back there between the top of the hind legs. There's probably a little divot. If there's not, just do a general scratch back there. And that's another really good calming area. I hope that helped. Okay. Great. Thank you for that. Next, we have Christina, and you should be able to unmute yourself. Am I unmuted? Yep. Hi, Katie. This is wonderful. I was just trying on my seeing eye dog Shasta. The one I think I wasn't sure if I because she was she she licked me, so she liked it, but the one where you go from the spine you go from the top of the spine all the way down to the the bottom of her let's say her right leg so you go yep. down the right side from her head or yeah. her spinal down her her hip to her yep. paw right like between yep. her toes yeah exactly and what i do is I, you don't Try not to touch the spine. I mean, I don't know. I hate when people touch my spine because it's okay, such a sensitive area. Spine, like I was pushing with my palm of my hand on her spine a little bit or? No, go about two inches from the spine. An inch okay. to two inches, you know, outside the spine, right or left of the spine. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, right if you're on the right-hand side. And it's okay. just, it's a it's gentle, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, she wasn't. She thought it was a game. 
<laughs> and they, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. I mean, she might be like, okay, what are you doing? And right now is a terrible time for this. But, you know, you might find later on, um, she'll be like, oh, yeah, this is all good. And she did kiss me, so she was happy about it. And then the other thing is that I do buy her eyes. Like, I take my hand, my palm of my hand, just below her eyes, like where her head is. And she likes that. If I go from that to the back of her head. Yeah. She likes that, too. Yeah. No, that's great. Because what's interesting about dogs is when they're young, they carry... Um, 40% of their weight in the back and 60% in the front. And as our dogs age, they start carrying more and more of their weight in the front. They, they turn into pullers and they don't push as much with the hind end. And that's why, you know, as a dog ages, you see more hind end issues. But as they use their front end more, the neck and the head and the shoulders get tighter. So, you know, I'm always looking at my, I have a senior who's 16 and I'm like, oh, I wonder if you have a headache because I know if my shoulders get tight, I get a headache. <laughs> Katie, I want to ask you, what is the difference between the T-touch, mm-hmm. which we kind of touched on over at Guide Dogs for the mm-hmm. Blind in class, mm-hmm. and the pet massage? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so T-Touch is a different modality. In, I mean, it's a body work. It's a healing modality. It's an awesome modality. But from what in T-Touch, you're doing small circles. You're moving the skin. Um, uh-huh. And I believe yeah. behind the, the theory behind the T-Touch, I don't know a lot about it, just enough to make myself dangerous is that you're working, you know, to help the nervous system and the emotional system and things like that. Um, In massage, massage does do that, you know, because massage will calm down the nervous system and things like Mm -hmm. that. But it also works on manipulating the soft tissue and stretching the tissues and the muscles and the ligaments you know, Got to try it. and loosen them or stretch them. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just, it's another modality. It's another healing modality. Um, and right. I love T-Touch, and it's something I'm hoping to learn more about. And I'm sure since you're in Hawaii, it's all right there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, yeah, um, but I you find know, that's it, kind of the more... big difference. Yeah, um, I know. You're right. You're you're right. And I right. find it more soothing for myself when mm-hmm. I give uh, Buddy this massage. So thank you, Katie. <laughs> sure, you're welcome. Now, as far as these massages, um, holistically, um, what can they help the dog, you know, when they get older, like if they don't feel good? What what are some of the holistic things that these massages are for, if that makes sense? I mean... Sure. No, it it absolutely does. So in my practice, I see a lot of senior dogs because of um, the the pain, the arthritis, um, the muscle wasting, especially in the hind end. Uh Um, And, you know, with the senior dogs using their front end more, the front end, the neck and the shoulders, 
get so much tighter. So it's a lot for that, but I also see a lot of dogs for anxiety um, because massage can help calm the nervous system. It'll take that fight or flight and try and calm it down, you know, your sympathetic and your parasympathetic nervous right. system. It's it's all about trying to calm those and relax. Down. Right. Yep. And relax yep. them. So regardless what age, but I yes. know arthritis plays and then I'll leave. Uh, yes. Arthritis plays a big part as they get older and you want to make yes. your dog as comfortable as you can. Yes. Okay. And I've had, you know, m- many people tell me that after the massage, their dog is doing better because it's, it is, it's all about trying to relax not only the area that has the arthritis, but where they're compensating because of the arthritis. Thank you. So, you know, it is, it's a holistic approach because you really are working on the entire body. I was told once that it is not good to massage a dog that has cancer or specifically the areas, like if a dog has a cancerous yeah. lung. That right. is accurate, yes or no? Yeah. Yes. From what I understand, yes. Um, I always, if a dog's coming to me and they have cancer, I will talk to the vet. Um, It's kind of, I think, kind of a thin ice area because I think you really need to understand the cancer. And if it's, you know, if it's going to travel or anything like that. I mean, I did like, I recently had a client come to me and her dog had a giant tumor on his jaw. And, but she came to me because she knew she was going to have to put him down very soon. So there were no concerns in, is this going to hurt? Is anything going to happen if I do this? Now I didn't touch the tumor, but I think that's an area that um, it, that really needs to be talked over with a vet. I have had dogs come to me and people are like, you know, I just, I want my dog comfortable because this is the route we're going. We're not treating it. And I think that's kind of a different story, but it's always a discussion. Hi, I have a dog that's over 15 and she's having trouble getting up. Yeah. Because as yeah. you mentioned, she has the muscle loss in her hind, in her in her hips and yeah. rear. Yeah. So, is there anything I could do? Any massage that would help that? Or if she's hurting, is there anything else you can do other than the, yeah. the, the on the leg you talked about? Yeah. So I would definitely do that aspirin point. That point. Um, in the lower leg, hold that if she lets you. Um, a couple other things that are not massage related, but I have found unbelievably helpful with senior dogs is if you have a wood or a tile or laminate floor um, and you're able to get runners with rubber backs and put those anywhere your dog is going to stand or try to get up because the the tile floors, the wood floors are very slippery and they can't get traction. And with weak hind legs, their legs slip 
out from under them. Um, another product I used on my girl when she was getting older was, um, it's called Paws. I don't work for them. It's spelled P-A-W-Z. And they are um, booties that look and feel just like latex balloons. I think they're like, they're not too expensive, like $13 for six of them or something. You're not, they're, they're four outside, they're disposable booties. But what I did with my girl was I put them on her back feet, especially um, like if she was eating dinner or if I knew she was going to want to stand up somewhere because the latex gives a great grip and it gave her so much confidence. You just have to be careful with those because then the dog's feet can't really sweat and they need to sweat. But those were just a couple of things that really, really helped. Um, another thing you can do just to help with the muscle wasting is very gently bicycle her back legs. You know how, you know, we ride a bike and it's a bend and a straight and a bend and a straight. Do that with her back legs if she lets you. You have to be really careful because if it hurts her hips, she's going to want no part of it and then don't do it. Um, another very gentle thing you can do is compressions in the like in her thigh region. So if you put the palm of your hand over her thigh, only the thigh, not the none of the bones, and gently do little compressions like a heartbeat. Not not hard, just very gently. And what you're doing when you do this is you're causing the blood to flow in and out. And the blood flow to the area brings oxygen to the area, brings all those great nutrients to the area. So, you know, those are a couple of little things you can do for her hind limbs. Can I just say, this is my last statement. Um, if anybody wants to reach out to me, feel free. Um, my website is the right spot pet massage, all spelled out. Um, and my email is katie at the right spot pet massage.com. Um, and my phone number's on my website and, you know, and I'm on Facebook and all of that stuff. But if anybody has questions or anything like that, please, please feel free to reach out. Well, I think that presentation will benefit us regardless of whether we have a guide dog, a service dog, or a pet dog, don't you think? Uh, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you again on Friday, October 16th, which is the third Friday of the month. Take good care of yourself. Bye for now.
You are listening to the Global Voice Radio for all.